Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mesquite History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. Today we are going to talk about one of the most famous restaurants slash bars to call Mesquite home and the man who it was named after who made it such a great establishment. Today we look at the history of Pasco's place and Frank Pasco Simpson, the man behind the counter. Frank Pasco Simpson, who most often went by his middle name Pasco, was born on March 24, 1872 in Hillsdale, Michigan. He first came to Muskegon working in the sawmills around Muskegon Lake. As the sawmills started to shut down at the turn of the 20th century, Pasco needed another way to make money. His initial idea was to buy an old mission church in the Bluffton area and turn it into a resort. Located near Lake Michigan and Muskegon Lake, its location was a good place, but that original idea would morph into a bar. This bar would serve primarily fried fish. One of Frank Pasco's hobbies was going fishing, and from all reports, he was an excellent angler, so he turned this skill into part of his normal work. Pasco's place would open in 1902, located in that same spot that he hoped to have a resort. For those unfamiliar with its location, it was located right next to the old Bluffton School, or, for those of you who aren't familiar with that, near where Plum and Wilcox Avenues meet in the Bluffton area. Pasco's place was a rugged two-story wooden structure that didn't look like much, but it fit the atmosphere perfectly and suited its patrons. Speaking of those patrons, it was those patrons that spread the fame of Frank Pasco and Pasco's place. By 1910, the Actors Colony in Bluffton was well established, and Pasco's place, which was located just on the outskirts, soon became their favorite haunt and unofficial meeting place. Lake Michigan Park, a previous podcast topic, which was a short distance away, also brought in a lot of traffic and customers. Joe and Buster Keaton, Mush Rawls, and Max Gruber, all popular celebrities in their time, frequented Pasco's for the three perch for a dime deal and the nickel beers that Pasco served. The perch soon had a special place in the community. Pasco would say he didn't use any fancy spices or ingredients, but just knew how to fry the fish in the fat at the perfect temperature and time to make it the best around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pasco was very particular about his fried perch and wouldn't allow it to go out for takeout. You got to eat it and experience it there or not at all. This firm hand was something that Frank Pasco was known for, and he earned the nickname Bullhead. The big man didn't tolerate rude customers, but was also known to be kindly and develop a rapport with the actors in particular, chatting with them frequently and keeping up with them via letters when they went on the road. These actors would frequently talk about Pasco's and Muskegon, and brought many a tourist to this little shabby-looking restaurant and bar from places far away as Missouri and Florida. No matter where you were from, though, Frank Pasco made sure you were out by 11 p.m. sharp. 
In the early years, he and his wife Minnie lived in Lakeside, and the last trolley back there left around 11 o'clock, and Frank made sure he was on it. He is quoted as saying even if the President of the United States was there, he was still closing by 11. In 1905, Frank and Minnie had a child, a Frank H. Simpson, or Frank Jr. as most called him. Frank Jr. would of course work in the restaurant and learn the skills from his father. The Simpsons would move into the restaurant, saving time for the family in their commute. As the years went on, the actor's colony faded away and Lake Michigan Park was torn down, but Pasco's place endured. While the summer months were certainly the height of the place, it still managed to survive during the winter months, but gave the family time to do other things, such as feeding the seagulls the scraps, one of Frank's favorite activities. He was also a member of the Muskegon Elks Club. In 1943, Frank Jr. passed away at the age of 38, leaving Frank Sr. and Minnie distraught. It seems that Pasco had hoped to pass the restaurant to his son, but now no longer could. In 1944, Frank Pasco Simpson decided to retire from the business at the age of 71. He had been in the business of serving perch and beers for the last 42 years. The business would be sold to a Martin and Marcella Bowen, who continued to operate Pasco's place and even received a famous visitor when Buster Keaton came back to town in 1949 to try the place under the new owners. But it would only last until 1958. At that time, a new road was built shifting traffic away from the place and the Bluffton School, which had been built right next door, decided to purchase the property to expand their parking lot and playground. Pasco's place left quite a legacy in the community. Many still try to make fish the way Bullhead Pasco had in the past, and Pasco's brought Muskegon and Frank Pasco much fame, even being the subject of a poem by the famous Muskegon poet Douglas Malick. I think a Muskegon Chronicle article sums up Pasco's place very well when it said, quote, it was an unassuming place where celebrities, fishermen, and locals alike rubbed elbows and chatted with the owner. Thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back for our next episode. 